0: Panda Talks is a podcast that uses adult language and has adult themes. Viewer discretion is advised for anyone under the age of 14. Welcome to Panda Talks. I'm Panda. And I'm Brady. And I don't know what episode it is because we're doing things out of order once again. <laughs> Possibly. This could all be for nothing, but... Um,
1: it's hard, hard to say.
0: It is hard to say. All right, um... Are we still doing, doing drinks?
1: Are oh, my drinks still full? Oh what is it? It's uh blue blue raspberry sport sport drink sport mm-hmm. drink
0: mm-hmm. i i I think my chocolate shakes melted.
1: Now it's chocolate
0: milk and That's very cold. I've got sensitive teeth. It was so hard to eat that thing. <laughs> Damn, I hate being old. I wish I was young and invincible and that was reminiscing. When I was 18, 19, I swam every day. I could eat an entire Little Caesars pizza and not gain an ounce. Mm -hmm. And now look at me. My teeth are sensitive, so I can't eat ice cream. I just watch the food channel and I gain five (laughs) pounds. Like, getting old sucks. I never wanted to get old, but I can't help it.
1: (laughs) Well, and I'm, I don't know, for me... I look at it and I'm like, I eat like garbage, but I'm not as active as I used to be. So that's that's my issue. I was like, I eat the same as I did in high school, but in high school I used to work out and all that. No, you I, eat
0: less than high school from the stories I hear.
1: In high school, I I used to yeah. I used you to and eat.
0: your buddy would put away five for fives at Arby's, and now you eat like two sandwiches, and you're like, oh, well, oh, I hit the wall. That
1: was. Sophomore year, and junior year, then senior year, we turned it around and started going to actually good places to eat for you, not good, good for you. We did a lot of Subway, which
0: Subway's not that great for you. I mean, it's
1: better than Arby's.
0: Debatable, debatable.
1: Not debatable. I lost forty pounds.
0: You're also, <laughs> I'm okay. You know, I'm not a health expert, but what's your point, sir?
1: But my point is is that i just feel like i don't know my i attribute my not being able to get in shape to the fact that i have no time and then when i do have time with my family the furthest thing from my mind is working out and so i feel bad when we go work out i'm like i just want to play with my kids i don't want to come home from work, work out, and then go to work.
0: I was doing really good working out last week and then it's been raining, which I'm not going to complain about because it is going to be it's already unseasonably yeah. dry. it. Um,
1: we've had a ton of fires. Yeah,
0: it's been like either super cold and windy or super rainy and uh, I just got so discouraged. <laughs> they literally like for a week limited my calor calorie intake. So, I didn't eat as much. Mm-hmm. And I, I seriously, like, I worked out a minimum 30 minutes. Sometimes more, but I'm just going to say minimum 30. And uh, not a single ounce was lost. So, I was just like, are you... Like, I wasn't expecting to drop five pounds, but I was expecting, like, a yeah. pound or something. But I was just like, are you ever kidding me? Like, I starve myself. I'm starving and nothing. I don't like to starve. I don't like dieting, so I don't like no. to be hungry.
1: I... I mean I agree I don't like to starve I want to, I've wanna. i always wanted to try a diet But my lifestyle doesn't allow me to Because I've wanted to do intermittent fasting But the way that other people do it Where they're like Okay hey, you eat until But you can't eat until noon And then you eat from like noon to 8 Because the one thing I always hear is like "You The earlier you stop eating in the day the better and so I get home from work at 10:30 every night, and I have to eat dinner. So I was like, I can no, never do that. I literally, to. I well, I don't have to. I can take it to work, but I eat, and then I go to bed, which is like the worst thing for you. Yeah. Because you, your body can, your body burns fat while you're sleeping, but it's not, it's nothing like while you're awake. It's not yeah. like while you're awake and walking around and running around. So I come home from work. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have, like, you made a delicious chicken dinner last night. And so I came that was home. That
0: damn good chicken dinner.
1: I came home from work and I ate two pieces of chicken and a shitload of couscous. And then I went to bed. And I'm like, okay, well, I should really probably not be eating that late. But it's like I don't really have a
0: choice. One of these days you are going to get... um can't turn off my freaking notifications. Anyways, on these days, you're going to quit Costco, and I cannot wait for that day, and then you'll be off at like 3 or 4 every day.
1: And night. then I'm going to stop eating at 8 o'clock.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know.
1: Well, here's the thing. As I always heard, you stop eating before 8 o'clock, and right before bed, you have a huge glass of water. But every time I do that, I you're either wake up night. at 3 o'clock to pee... Or I wake up, when I'm supposed to wake up, and I have to walk funny because my bladder hurts so bad. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is not good for you.
0: No, it's not. You're going to, when you become an old man, you're going to piss yourself because you're stretching your bladder out too much. Yeah, but
1: I've, by then I hopefully will have earned the right to pee You
0: want to piss yourself?
1: It depends on how hot my young nurse is. That has Look, to change
0: me. By the time I'm pissing myself, which I already am, I just want to be put down. <laughs> but two kids later my bladder i'm actually not bad at peeing my pants like there's a lot of young moms out there that they sneeze you know you've heard of it moms mm-hmm. sneeze or laugh and they pee their pants like yeah. i'm actually not that bad no i was i was bad I when i was pregnant with the last one you were one, bad but... when
1: you're pregnant and i want to say like with the last one you were bad like right after you had the baby but like today you sneezed several times or was it yesterday
0: I was sneezing like crazy yeah. today. So
1: today you sneeze like 30 times in a row and I not once heard you go, oh, I peed a little, you it's know. It's because
0: I don't want to, I have a, is it inappropriate? It's nature. Get the hell over it. My grandma had seven kids, I believe. Great grandmother had seven kids and uh, like her uterus collapsed and was like, Falling out of her. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. But, it, you know, and even my grandma had five kids and her uterus collapsed. And those, like, stories terrify me. So, uh, I practiced the shit out of my kegels as an adolescent, hearing about my great grandma. And, uh, when I was pregnant, I practiced my kegels every day. And then every time I sneezed, I did 10. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. That's why I was like really disappointed with the second kid when I was peeing my pants because I was like, damn it, I thought I did enough. Like, yeah. practice your kegels, girls.
1: I need to do that with my butt because every time I sneeze, I just let a fart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't let a shit.
1: Yeah, our, <laughs> our youngest daughter has that same trait. But she's also a baby, so she doesn't really care. So yeah, she also be.
0: just farts. Either what did she do today? She's like running away and tooted or something. I don't know. And we were all laughing.
1: Yeah, they were running away at the same time, both of both of the girls. Oh, it was yesterday because we were watching the the thunderstorm. I want to say.
0: Was it? Did she fear fart?
1: No, she was running to the window. But the both of the girls were running to the window. I can't remember. It was something can't like that. I can't either.
0: So there's this uh, Doctor Demento scene I've been thinking of a lot lately, or skit because it was radio,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it's uh, mock. Radio show I can't really remember the specifics But it's about like uh, like, Rock and roll and drugs almost mm-hmm. And one caller comes in like kind of is like Talking nonsense or whatever And the DJ host is like You want to get to the point please Or whatever And I've just been thinking about that a lot lately <laughs> It's just like I'm going to start saying that when one of us starts Mainly you because it's just me and you goes on the tangent train just be like "Uh, you want to get to the point please you have to listen to that you
1: could say it to yourself but nobody really know what was going on no but so yeah um getting to the point did you do anything exciting since our last recording
0: started my job
1: oh my god! it was
0: so great i needed it um I feel like I had something to talk about. I don't remember now. We just got back from uh, his cousin's wedding. Pretty sure we're gonna get COVID. There's a lot of freaking people in that room. No one had masks. I don't think everyone was vaccinated. <laughs> we need to get vaccinated.
1: I'm pretty sure. Why? Like, I don't know. I probably people were sick. Hopefully not. Because my grandma was there. But I think she's I think she's had her shot, right?
0: I don't friggin' know. I'm assuming. Plus side, uh, we did have like our own table majority of the night because uh, our the people we're sharing the table with relate. No judgment. I'm just saying we didn't have to be like, oh, I hope we don't sit next to someone with COVID. Yeah. We Just sat next to ourselves, so and we
1: didn't have to apologize. For our kids. I mean, we we don't have to apologize for our kids, but I feel like sometimes you feel like you have to, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think anybody should have to apologize for their kids, unless it's like... All- I
0: always apologize for my kids. I'm like, sorry we existed. Oh, my hell. So, anyways, the, I bring up the wedding because it was in this super cool building that was an old school back in the day. It was, just, it was just the dopest building. I really liked it. Like, it, it had such, uh, like... It was super de-
1: deceptive, because the outside is, like, original. like it The inside like was a,
0: original, too.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, the outside looks like nothing's been done to it. But then you go inside, and it's, like, completely
0: well, it's, it's modernized. Like, no, it's like, it's like the shabby chic, almost. Because, like, they had, like, the original... Like, there are all these hooks on the wall that you could tell, like were original like I don't you didn't go to this place but there's like a little stage in that big auditorium we were in mm-hmm. and up against it was a huge old-fashioned radiator and then on top of it was like a slab of oh I
1: did see the radiator
0: slab of marble or something so it's almost like you know because everyone today like likes that vintage look like mm-hmm. our old apartment we lived in has the original in Payson Main Street I know we've mentioned uh, had a brick wall which was, like, original, like, connected to the outside or whatever, and everyone's like, oh, these are so in right now. Everyone loves these brick walls. No one does them in their homes anymore because it was such a friggin' pioneer thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so, um, and then because my toddler, I guess they're both toddlers, my one-year-old's effing annoying and wouldn't sit the hell down, I took her out of the event hall, and we just kind of wandered the halls, and we went up every step. She tried to go in every room, like... Just walking around, you could tell, like, yes, it has been modernized, but a lot of the original stuff is still there. And it was really cool. So, mm-hmm. I liked it. It That would be a place that I'm like, I'd like to go back and, like, investigate there. Because, like, I don't know. You could just feel yeah. history, I guess. I don't know. Well, I thought it was cool.
1: That's like, so I went to the bathroom. This is going somewhere. Yeah.
0: I hope... Okay, I texted you asking, are you taking a shit? Oh, I wrote shirt. I just got panicked and like, what if I texted that to a client or something? <laughs> are you taking a shit?
1: Um, Yeah, I was down there going to the bathroom and I walked in and like, it was funny because the stalls were made out of like old wood, you know? So it was like, it was like a modern bathroom, like, but they were trying to like make it look old but a lot of the stuff was very modernized like that with the pipe you know people are very into using like just pipes as different things so like the toilet paper holder was like made out of like just pipes you can buy from home depot
0: really because our bathrooms were not like that
1: did you go downstairs or did you go like around the hall
0: well i went both because uh the first time I went looking downstairs, and then the second time, I was like, you know what, I know for a fact there's one upstairs, and it's easier to get to than the effing maze that is downstairs. Oh, so, I went to both.
1: No, the one I went to was like, literally, you walk out the door, down the stairs, down the stairs, bathroom's right there.
0: Yeah, there, but there was not a female bathroom, there was just male. There was. Okay, I'll take your word <laughs> for it.
1: Anyways, but Brief. yeah, they kind of tried to do like some weird art deco, which, you know, good for them. Bree! for them.
0: You told me that you had exciting news, but you wanted to save it for the podcast. Yes. Do you want to share that now, or do you not give a shit? Uh, I forgot Did you forget it about it? I knew you'd, I knew you'd forget about
1: <laughs> it. I know what it was. So, I had a funny experience. Um, yesterday, as of recording this, um, by the time it comes out, it'll probably be a few weeks ago. But, so, as we mentioned before, I got a new job, so I had to... Turn in my two weeks, but since we had a, a wedding today, I couldn't do a full two weeks. I did a week and a half. So yesterday was my last day um, at Rocky Mountain ATV. And...
0: We're super sad to have gone.
1: We're super sad that we left because it was a really good job. And it was, you know... It supported us for a while. And... So, when I turned in my two weeks, I had made a joke to my friend Anthony. I said, I think on my last day here, I'm going to go pull the fire alarm. Because, like, it was just a joke, but I'm like, there's a fire alarm right by the exit door. So, I'm like, as I walk out, I'm just going to pull the fire alarm and then walk off. And, and I like,
0: think you can get in deep shit. Yeah, Not just, get, like, you're fired, but, like, no, fine. You, you get a fine.
1: I don't think it's I think it's like five hundred bucks for making the, the fire department come out. Yeah. Um that's
0: five hundred bucks I'd like to put towards yeah. the house.
1: So I wasn't really planning on doing it and I didn't do it, so you can cool your jets <laughs> as far as that goes. Um but in the middle it was I wanna say it was like it was pretty early in the morning. Um, we're just working, doing our normal job and then Fire alarm goes off. And I've been there for a year and a half. Fire alarm's never gone off. We've never had a fire drill. Whatever. Fire alarm goes off. And I'm kinda like in the area that I'm working in, I'm kind of the um like I'm in charge of the area. So everybody starts coming over to me like, Is this real? Is this real? And I'm like, I haven't heard otherwise and then the one guy's like, Well, check your emails to to make sure like they didn't send something through that says, hey, by the way, we're going to be doing a fire drill today.
0: Well, who cares? Because whether it's real or a drill, you got to do the same thing, right?
1: Yeah. So we look at the email. We're like, it's not a drill. Like, there's nothing on it. So we start headed out. And then the the warehouse manager gets on and says, everybody, please exit to wherever Wherever the meeting point is. It was a little, little set of tables. So we all get up, go out there. And as we're walking out, we walk past this little area and you can see like this basically where a sprinkler head should be is just like shooting water down like super hard and just kind of flooding this area. We're like, holy crap, what happened? And so we go out and we're out there for maybe like five minutes. And they're like, all right, come back in, which was fine because it was raining and I don't think everybody was ready for the rain. So we go back in, stop look like a couple of people took pictures and videos of the <laughs> of the sprinkler and apparently what had happened was it was in like this tire storage area. we have like these sections for putting tires that you then pull from later so a kid was trying to throw a tire up on top of a stack and threw it too hard and it hit oh. one of the sprinklers and busted it off. <laughs> And it was just shooting water straight down, like, super hard. And I'm just like, what are the odds? Did you
0: manifest it?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Because I was like, the fire alarm has never gone off once. And then I make the joke that on my last day that I'm going to pull the fire alarm. And then, lo and behold, I don't know where the fire alarm goes off. And it's like a legit, it's not a drill, it's like a legit, he busted the thing, which caused the fire alarm to go off. I was like, "That is so weird." Like, I mean, it's funny because it it could just be a coincidence, but I could have said anything. I could have been like, "Oh man, I'm gonna freaking like, you know, tip over a stack of tires on my way out, or I'm gonna like cause some mayhem or something." Yeah. But I didn't. I'm like, "I'm gonna pull the fire alarm."
0: That's and funny. And then
1: fire alarm goes off, and I didn't do anything. It was it was pretty. I'm not gonna say like it was serendipitous. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't like paranormal, I wasn't psychic, it was just like just happened to be a lucky coincidence. Yeah. But I could I guess I could have manifested it with my huge brain. But
0: well, like I said, I think I manifested this house. So
1: Yeah it, it could happen. It all happened pretty quick and about as smooth as it could you know with given the circumstances
0: 2019 October to December was just a really weird really weird um serendipitous time i guess coincidental i don't know just a lot of manifesting so a lot for, of me, weird, for me
1: weird life changing events
0: yeah but anyways i i was i was doing uh meditations um by the deepak chopra um And it was all about, like, manifesting whatever you wanted in your life. And for us, it was money. And it's just funny because, you know, the money can't buy you happiness. And I'm like, well, you know, it can't buy me happiness. But when it comes, like, between I I can't afford food, like, it sure does cause a lot of stress when I don't have it. So, bullshit, money does buy happiness. Because when you don't have money, it's not fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fighting. So, um... Anyways, did these meditations, manifested money in my life, and it was like, uh, what was it, 21 days of meditations? I can't remember, but I like was on day two or three when I got, last minute, just was like, had a bad day, um, my daughter was like newly potty trained, like a month potty trained, peed on the carpet, accidents happen, you know, went to get the cleaner because she also peed on a book uh no carpet cleaner no Clorox no 409 no nothing no I had no cleaners because we Brady had lost his job in June and we were scraping by and cleaners not a priority when you got a mouth to feed you know and I just like was pregnant hormonal lost it like seriously like wrote up a resume called like a chiropractic office in town just like, hey, are you hiring? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, Wait, can I bring my resume by? And they're like, oh, before this time. And I went in, gave them my resume, and they hired me right then and there. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I continued to do these manifesting, and it was just like, these manifesting uh meditations with Deepak Chopra. And, like, just freaking everything I dreamt of happened, not dreamt of, meditated, like, my intention, like it happened. Like imagine money flowing into your account or whatever. Like I imagine like a certain number or like a certain number of clients or what my day looked like on the schedule and like it would happen. And simultaneously, because we were trying to get into a house, I was doing this, um, what's it called? Incantation of a spell to get a new home. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'd say it, like, three times a day, um, three times, that three times a day. So I was saying it nine times a day, and I was, like, trying to manifest a house. And then we just unexpectedly get kicked out of our last house, and boom, this house just unexpectedly pops up on the market. And no, it's not the house of my dreams, but in my incantation, it is the house I essentially asked for. And, um yeah, I can't picture my dream house because I don't really care what it looks like. So I'm kind of up to like, hey, universe, you know what I want. You know? And this basically has everything I wanted. It has a big yard for my kid to play in. It has a chill landlord who doesn't come poking his nose. I mean, He's here more than I want him to be, but he doesn't bug us, so... Mm-hmm. That's how... It, anyways, that long story short. Too late. I think I manifested this house. Also... There might have been a djinn in that last house. So either a djinn got us this house or I manifested it. I'm not quite sure. But that's the events that that led up to us getting here. So, Like
1: a good djinn or a
0: bad gin. I Bad djinn. We hated each other in that. I hated you in that house and um, a bunch of other things. When I was listening to Legends of the Hidden gin, uh, they were talking about some of the different ones uh, that can cause like rifts in marriages. And just a lot of it lined up with what you and I were going through, like, down to my miscarriage. I'm not saying there was for sure one, but like I said, after listening to that, I'm like, that's a big possibility. Like, it lines up pretty spot on. Like, I guess, yeah, it was pretty spot on. And then when we moved into this house, I'm not going to say, like, immediately. You know, it almost was immediately. Like, I... I'm going to say after the birth of our daughter, like, every resentment, any resentment I had towards you was, like, pretty much gone. Now, it could just be postpartum resentment. I don't want to blame all my problems on paranormal, but, I mean, it's pretty crazy how it lines up, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know, but that's, I feel like I wasn't home very often in the last house.
0: We've not been home very often in this house.
1: Yeah. But I mean, the last one, I felt like even when I was home, I wasn't home. Because, like, for a while, I worked... Just mainly the time I worked for the railroad.
0: I would say that was the height of our resentment. Because I wanted... I remember, like, I wanted you gone. I feel like we can speak openly about this. And I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings. But no, it's in the past. And it's not the same now. But I do remember saying to my friends, like... When you would be home, like, you disrupt our routine, you know, like, Mm -hmm. the house would be messier for some reason, even though there's two adults and one kid, and, like, I don't know. I just remember, like, telling my friends, like, I'm a better single mom than with him. Like, I just, like, just wait for the railroad to call him out so I can just get back to my life, because... Yeah. But that being said, I did still have good feelings towards you, because I would think about, like... Like, when I wouldn't hear from you for an hour, when you're like, oh, I should be able to text you, like, this time at night. And then, like, hours would pass I wouldn't hear from you. I'd just be like, oh, God, what if he died? Oh, I can't deal with that. Like, so I still loved you, but it just was back to that. That's all I can.
1: No, I kind of felt the same way. Not like I didn't, I didn't want to see you. I just kind of felt, I could feel that you didn't want me there. And so then I would leave. And it was kind of like I would get to where I was going and then I would call you and I felt like it was more of like me talking to our daughter. So like I'd call and then you'd answer the phone and it'd be a video call. Then I would end up mainly talking to her and like a little bit of you. And it was kind of, I guess it was like I could feel like it was fresher because when I was gone, like, I hated being gone, but I didn't have anything I had to worry about. But then when I'd come home, it was literally nothing but stress and like trying to get stuff sorted. Because I knew the way that the railroad worked my schedule is I would work a shift and then I would have um, 10 hours before my next shift could start like I'm not saying it would start at 10 hours but
0: but you had to be prepared
1: yeah that was yeah that was when I was eligible to go back to work but I also worked an hour almost an hour and a half away so as soon as I would clock out of that job my clock would start and then I'd get home and I would have already burned an hour and a half so I could pretty much go home go to bed wake up there were certain times where I would go home go to bed wake up and get a call that I was, you know, I had to report back and be back there. And I remember thinking, like, that basically you were a single parent because I'd come home. I remember one time I came home. I had put our daughter in the bathtub, started bathing her, and then I came home, took a nap, woke up, and then put her in the bathtub, started bathing her cuz I was helping you out. And then right as she's in the bathtub, my phone would ring like, "Oh, you're you've got a report for work." And then you when you get a call you have 2 hours to report to work and I lived an hour and a half away. So I literally would just have to like go change my clothes, jump in my car and take off because it was an hour and a half away, and that was with no traffic. So if I hit traffic, I'm looking at an hour and 45, maybe two hours. And if you're late, that's not okay. So I think it was kind of like, <coughs> I, I don't,
0: sorry. I'm not going to argue and be life. like,
1: oh, I was, a, I was a really great guy. Cause I'm, the one thing I've noticed with my life is if I'm anxious or stressed, I turn into, a, into an asshole. And I've noticed that with several days, like usually it's like if I'm looking forward to a day off, but then I don't get that day off, like I'm going to try not to, but this coming Sunday I have a shift to Costco and Sunday is usually my day off. And so I know in my head, like I'm going to go in or I'm going to wake up on Sunday morning and I'm automatically going to be in a bad mood because I know I have to go into work in a couple hours and that I always automatically makes me a little irritated and the closer I get to when my shift starts I'm going to get more and more irritated leading up to that so and that also probably didn't help the situation that you wanted me gone but the fact that I was like so annoyed that I didn't know when I was going to get called because there was times where I would go two days without getting a call and then there was times where I would literally, come home, go to sleep, wake up, leave. You know?
0: I just, yeah, that was another big thing about the railroad that I hated was when you were home, it was just constant fighting, and it was, again, just like, I, I remember even saying it to your face, like, just go to work. Just leave us alone. Because it was just fighting, and you're just, like, short with the baby. Which, now I'm short with her, and then I feel like an asshole, and then I hear you yelling at, like, okay, I'm gonna take, step in, and then five minutes after you dealing with her, you're yelling at her, so I'm like, so it is her. <laughs> so, yeah. so I don't know. So, uh, big, big news, big news. Guess who came crawling back to Brady? The slimy sacks of shit just wanted to announce it. Brady, you got a call this week. Who was it from? I got
1: a call from Union Pacific to return back to work.
0: Isn't that so funny? We literally just talked about that. And I know. they called.
1: Well, and I was thinking, like, because it would come to my mind, like, every once in a while, like, I wonder if they're going to call me back or when they're going to call me back. And, like, two or three days before, I remember thinking, huh, I wonder if they're going to call me back. And then... I'm at work one day at like 7... It wasn't even 7 yet. I think it was like... I had been to work for like a half hour. So it was like 6 in the morning I get a call. And it was like just a robot because that's who calls you as a robot. Saying, we have a message for for Brady Gordon. And I'm like, okay. And then it was like, you've been recalled. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Like, I can't tell the robot that. Yeah. Because you know, it's a robot and it's not a recording. I mean, it's a recording... But I can't. it's not recording your conversation. Yeah, it's not a it's not a two way. It's a monologue. I'm listening. It's telling. So they called me back, um, and then over the course of like two or three days, I got called like three or four times to say that I was getting put on different boards. Um, boards are like where you report to. So like you're on call, you're put on a board. Too
0: bad there wasn't one for like Provo or something. So you could like just do a couple quick side jobs before you started your new job, mm-hmm. and then just like, oh, by the way, fuck you. But um, hey, cool, cool news though. Um, you can, we, you officially don't work for them anymore. So not that I, I mean, I, I don't want you to be writing another resume for quite some time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you can at least like put down on your resume that you officially worked for them from. 2019 to 2021 so there's not like a i mean not that there would be a big career gap but you could you yeah. could put there
1: technically it's one month in 2018 so i can do that.
0: all was it 2018 i thought it was 2000 oh yeah it was 2018
1: 2018 to 2019 and it does they,
0: it. they just look at the year and they don't really ask questions so
1: yeah so but yeah i'm now i don't have to wonder <laughs> anymore yeah. i'm like oh well I'm done.
0: My wonder was, like, what if, like, heaven forbid, but just because life has thrown us in this position before, I'm just, like, pre-inclined to think about it, is what if in the future you get laid off, you lose your job, something bad happens, and you are unemployed again, and then they call us. And I'm like, that would be a true blessing. But uh, now we don't have that security net because uh, you officially don't work for them anymore because you decline the call, you know? I wish you could have talked to someone and just been like, do you, do you have any idea? Because not just us. I mean, what was us? It was a shitty situation for us. But, like, so many other people. Like, our friend that got us the job there, like, his wife was also pregnant. And she was further along than me. Like, she was about to have her baby. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, hey, you don't have insurance for your baby coming. You know, like, that's scary. And then, like, how many people did you personally go to school with? That were from California, Texas, somewhere back east, and they're like, I'm selling my house to move to Utah to work this job, and they got laid off. Like, have fun with your new house payment. Like, what did those people do? Like, they screwed over so many people. I
1: remember one guy in particular, he was like, he came out by himself, and...
0: Is this the divorce that bitch guy?
1: No, that was a different guy. Oh, he... Um,
0: can suck it,
1: yeah. He was, he was afraid he
0: can suck many eggs. Um,
1: but this kid, he was really cool. He he moved out from California, he came out by himself, so he was like staying in I don't know if he was staying in a hotel, he was staying somewhere and he did the whole training. And then we finished our first set of training. Then you do some on the job training, then more training in the class, then back on the job. So we've done all that, and then once he finished, which took about two months, two and a half months, and then he moved his family out, you know. So this is like, we started in November, and this is like January, February-ish. And he moves his family out, and then we got laid off in June. So, and he was the one that texted me, like when I first... When it first happened, I didn't know what was going on. And then he'd text me and he's like, hey, did you just get laid off? And I was like, I think I did. And he's like, yeah, me too. Like, what do we do? And I'm like, I have no clue. And he had no clue. And I'm like, I'm in a decent situation because like with us, I at least, we had family here that I could be like, hey, can you take a worker for like a month or two until I get called back? But and
0: that's... That was the, the shitty part, was it was just... It's just a couple weeks. They do this all the time. People get for furloughed. Fur- lo- fur- furloughed? Furloughed. Furloughed. Just a couple weeks. Just a couple weeks. Just a couple months. Just a couple months. To, like... Okay, I'm gonna have to, like... Like, I know you said you liked working for my uncle, and you're like, I could do this all the time. And I was just like, <laughs> no. I was the daughter of a construction worker. I will not be married to a construction worker. Get a real fucking job. And luckily... There was Costco for a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just, I mean, I remember after being laid off for a year and just kind of going, huh, it's been a year already. That's weird. Yeah. You know, never thought twice about it and kept going. And then now here we are, year and a half. Well, yeah, so I've officially worked for them for two years, but I've only worked for six months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: They're pieces of shit. I'm sorry. Uh, who was it that we went to dinner and someone's dad works for them? And I was just like... Yeah. I don't have anything good to say about that company. Because, like... Because wasn't... Didn't we find out that there's something shady happening? Like, they're trying to sell a bunch of stocks. So, they well, upped their employee count to make them look better. And then that's why there was, like, a huge surge of hires. And then a huge, massive layoff.
1: Yeah. So, what had happened was, is they... Hired a bunch of new people that weren't making a ton of money right off the bat. And they took a bunch of the old people that were making a ton of money and laid all them off. So that when the next quarter would come out, all of a sudden it shows that they're spending way less money for their workers than their profit. They're making a ton of profit, but they're not spending as much money for their workers. And then the people that did that dipped after they had really good... So it comes out, they're like, oh yeah, it looks really good. And then those people got paid huge bonuses and then a bunch of those people just quit the company because they're like, oh, well, it's going to go back to shit because all the people that work there for them are brand new and all the people that knew what they're doing got laid off.
0: Did they get like permanently laid off or just like after that shit happened, they got their jobs back?
1: They were still laid off by the time I got laid off. So I have, I have no clue.
0: Well, did they, like, once you were laid off, did they get put back on? Or were they, like... Because I know you check the board every once in a while.
1: I don't know. I only checked mine. I never checked anybody else's.
0: Yeah, so that's shady as fuck. So that's why... Because, like, if it was just, like, oh, you know, we didn't want to lay you off, but we had to do what we had to do, I'd be very understanding. It would still suck, but I'd understand because it was this, like... Skeedy, conniving i feel like that's got to be like what insiders trade like not officially but like
1: yeah it's pretty it's basically what it to me is like if anybody watches it's always sending philadelphia shout out to mccade (laughs) they have Have an episode where frank comes back as the warthog you know and basically goes into this company Turns it around, makes a bunch of money, and then he just screws them all over. And that's, and just
0: sells it, yeah. Because
1: that's what the people were, is they weren't, like, career railroad people. They were career, career people that come in and, like, turn around companies. And then they just take a huge cut and leave. And so this guy came in, was all of a sudden, like, this huge guy in the company. Like, a big VP or something. Turns around, makes the company a ton of money. He and then his like his whole job is he comes in, turns around, makes a ton of money and then quits. And that's just what he does. He goes from company to company doing that. And companies hire him because they're like, We want you to turn our stuff around.
0: That just seems so shady though. Like yeah.
1: uh It's pretty Uh I don't know. I'd feel bad if I cost a ton of people their jobs, but that's me.
0: But it's not just their jobs. Like you don't know their fucking stories. Like they didn't know that your wife was pregnant. They didn't know that Tex was wife... Tex had a pregnant... It's hard to make his name plural. Um, but they didn't know about Tex's story. You know, like, they didn't know about your friend from California. They didn't know about all those people from your class. Like, you know, they didn't know that you had a stay-at-home wife. Mm-hmm. You know, like... And, like, I don't know. So, uh, you just don't know people's stories. So, you, don't, you just don't, like, go around... Treating people like numbers. Like, that's all all we were to them was just numbers.
1: And the sad thing is, like, as soon as I got hired, the one thing everybody kept saying is, don't touch your money. Like, because I guess most people aren't used to making that much money off the bat. So a lot of people, oh, they get this job, and then they're like, I'm going to go buy a brand new car, or I'm going to go and buy a house. And so all of a sudden they get all this income, and their bank bank accounts are getting really swole. And then they get laid off. So the one thing everybody's like, don't don't get used to it. Don't go out and spend a bunch of money. Don't go spend a ton of money. And then we, we didn't. Like, we had...
0: Yeah, that's the we thing. We had
1: some savings when we got laid
0: off. We, that's what I think pisses me off the most is we didn't spend our money. We didn't touch it. We... We did spend a little more but we were in a lot of debt so we used it to get out of debt but most of it went into savings but obviously six months worth of savings was not a good amount seeing as by October we were so poor I couldn't afford cleaning supplies and I was going to our church asking for help to feed our daughter and stressing about can I even afford Christmas? Can I even afford her birthday? I can't even afford food. Mm -hmm. you know like
1: and that's what sucks is because I remember I think you snapped out of it a lot earlier than I did I just kept thinking they're going to call me back they're going to call me back I'm going to go back but then month and month went by and we're like all right, never mind okay move on to bigger and better things and not even think twice about them
0: well, the, I, I like to uh, give credit to my mother for uh, why isn't Brady finding a job yet? Why isn't Brady going to find a job yet? And I'm just like, I don't know. So, I don't know. And also, like I said last week or whenever the last time we talked about this was, was that I kept thinking about that guy that you worked with that's like, I was furloughed for two years. Mm-hmm. And that's all I could think about. And you're like, it's just a couple of weeks. It's just a couple of weeks. Just a couple of months. And I'm like, it's going to be two years because that's what that one dude said. So I, that also echoed echoed in my head. And also all I could think about was uh, Christmas vacation. Eddie hasn't been able to find a job in two years. Catherine says he's holding out for management. Like, <laughs> maybe it's my postpartum resentment, but that scene just kept playing in my head over and over again. Like, ugh, Brady's holding out for management. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Yeah, so they call me back and... I'm not going back. Yeah. We're done with them.
0: If anyone from Union, Union Pacific is listening, uh, I'm sure you're cool, but uh, the upper higher-ups, they can all suck eggs. Suck some rotten, dirty eggs. Yep. She did my family super wrong and hundreds of families wrong. And Except they, for that guy who said, I'm going to divorce that bitch. He deserved what yeah, he got.
1: he got what he deserved. And He's, I
0: hope his wife divorced him and took everything, because... <laughs> fuck you dude
1: yeah he was he was a bit of a prick later down the line i thought he was cool turns out he wasn't yeah i think you meet those people every day
0: but you're you're definitely that like chivalrous like respect whammon type of guy because like i'm the minute i remember that day when he said that i'm gonna divorce this bitch you came home fuming and you're just like this effing guy, I've never been so pissed in my life. Like, you were personally offended. Yeah. And so, if you thought he was cool, I'm sure that's the day you were like, well, you're an asshole, and I'm not giving you a chance.
1: That was the funny thing is, like, we always sat next to each other. Like, we were, like, my first day, I sat next to him, and then we were, like, friends after that. And then, just that one conversation where he's yelling at his wife because. She's having troubles trying to move to Utah. Like he's here, she's over where they're from, handling everything. And she runs into a problem, calls him to solve the problem. But instead of solving the problem, he just starts yelling at her. That she, that he can't help her because he's in Utah. She needs to figure it out. And I'm like, maybe she just wants you to tell her, like, hey, everything's gonna be okay. It's fine.
0: I can't even begin to imagine, because I've never done it, first of all, but, like, if I had to buy and or sell a house by myself, I don't think I could do it. I think I'd be calling freaking everyone for help, so. Yeah. Like, she's under a lot of stress. I understand he was, but is is that any reason to call your wife? Have you ever called me a bitch ever behind my back? You've never done it to my face.
1: No, I've never called you. I've said, like. Even in your head? Never in my head I've thought, like, you're being ridiculous, or I've said, my wife's being ridiculous, but I'm never like, my wife's being such a bitch right now, because I hear people do that, and I'm like, God, you sound like such a prick. Like, there's just something about it. But like, I don't know if a woman said like, my husband's such an asshole, I'd be like, then you're a you're a prick. Why would you say that about your husband? Like, if you love them then love them Be like, you know what they're being really ridiculous right now. Instead of like, you know what, my husband is a douchebag or what, you know, like. Because I can see times where you do that. Like, if your husband hits you, yeah, that dude is a douchebag and an asshole. But it's like, if he just won't do something that you asked him to, he's not a douchebag or an asshole. He's just being ridiculous right now. Like...
0: Well, I'm going to come clean. And I've called you a bitch before, but it is usually to your face and it usually is in jest. And we usually laugh about it together, so...
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like if I called you a whore. It's usually like... I don't
0: even think you've ever called me a whore in joking.
1: Probably not. I
0: think that's all me. I think I'm I the am. vulgar one in this relationship. Maybe I called you a slut once. I can't remember. I don't know. But, um, yeah, you've been getting more vulgar lately. You've been dropping, like, some hard Fs and stuff, like, you've like never that you've never sworn before, but, like, you're swearing more frequently Well, I don't.
1: I've always done it at work, but I usually don't. At home, especially around our kids. I try not. Like, I rarely swear around the kids. Like, that... Okay, so I shouldn't say... I rarely say words you can't say on TV around the kids. So, like, I'll say, damn it, and hell.
0: Where our daughter gets it from. And... I hate this damn... Whatever. Yeah,
1: so I'm never going to get mad at her for saying that. Because I say it. I'm like... I used to get mad (laughs) at my dad because he would always... Come home and say, you know, damn it and hell and whatever. And if I said it, I was in trouble. I'm like, you say it.
0: Double like, standard. Yeah, what do you
1: want me to do? Like, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, been watching you, Dad. Ain't that cool?
0: <laughs> the best still is, our daughter's such a master at swearing. It's probably my fault. But she just, like, I threw a ball at her today and it hit her in the shoulder. And she's like, what the shit holes? And then just <laughs> threw it back. Where do you put those two words together? Because that's that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to punch you in your three (laughs) kidneys, you fucking mutant.
1: She didn't say that. That was from a show we watched. (laughs)
0: That's from uh, Dark Air with Terry Carnation. Go check it out. It's really great. Three episodes are out right now. Highly recommended. Probably Uh, more by the time this comes out. I hope we get ads, we get sponsors one day so I can just pepper them in like Terry (laughs) Carnation does.
1: Oh. Yeah, but I'm... Like, I usually swear at work, but I try not to at home. Like, yesterday, I said shit in front of our daughters, and I felt bad. Because I remember something happened, and I was just being... I think it was because... So we got a... Uh, we got a fish tank, an aquarium, a big old fat one. And we were Don't trying, tell our lord. We were trying to put it... Get it all ready yesterday. And our kids, like god bless them they were so excited for it but at the same time you're like oh my gosh if you just give me like some space for five minutes this will be done and we can sit here and watch the fish and and love it but it was like you turn one way and there's one daughter you turn another way there's another daughter and then behind you there's just crap well, on the floor
0: yeah and i was gonna say it didn't help that like a we probably should have cleaned our room first and b You were just dumping the freaking Walmart sacks and the boxes and shit on the ground. And I'm like, can we pick this up? I was having anxiety. Her room's not that big.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was getting ridiculous. And I remember saying the S word in front of him and I felt bad. So I'm like, "But I usually try not to, but when I'm talking to you, I'm like, I don't mind. You're a, you're a big girl.
0: I swear more than you. We've already admitted. Yeah. I'm the dirty whore, bring, like dragging you to hell, like you're a good old like little oh. saint.
1: I'm just like I'm not going to hell. Let's just put that out of the way right now.
0: Well, <laughs> well, through God, anything is possible. So go ahead and write that down.
1: Yeah, go ahead and drop that down.
0: Uh, it's the second time I've quoted that today.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we got a we got a fish tank. We I forgot that, that was something that happened. Do you know
0: week. how many people? I talk to and I'm like, well, my landlord says I can't have animals. And they're like, well, get an outside XYZ. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> like, my okay, I'm super against this. I don't recommend this, but it happened. My parents bought both my girls a bunny rabbit for Easter. And of course, they asked my permission first. And my response, rather than lecturing, I'm like, you shouldn't just buy. Because I knew it was coming to us, and I'm like, I'm actually going to take care of it instead of just like, oh, the novelty wore off. We're not, we don't give a shit. But I'm like, I cannot have pets, so if it can stay at your house, then we'll, I'm more than happy to come and like help feed it and water it and come play with it, you know? So, um, but anyways, my aunt was there and overheard or whatever, and she's like, your landlord won't let you have a bunny outside? And I'm just like, what part of no pets? Do people not get? Get an outside cat. I can't have pets. You can't have an outside dog? It's a pet. And then I don't know if fish, like, really qualify. That's kind of always been our, like, skeezy we've snuck fish in. But, like, Mm -hmm. I do remember at least the first two apartments asking about fish, specifically the second one. I asked about fish, and the landlord's like, well, if the tank broke or something, that's, like, a bunch of water damage, so no fish. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like, if it can crap on the carpet and pee on the carpet, then yeah. Because I... Well, and that's what's <coughs> funny. Kids. Is their father is a landlord. And the, all of the apartments he owns are no pets. Because I had this talk with him one time. I'm like, so how is it run? He's like, well, all of our apartments are no pets. Because as soon as you get a pet, like, you have to increase the deposit. You have to do all this stuff and jump through all these hoops and whatever, and I'm just like, so he's like, so all my apartments are no pets. Like people still sneak in pets, and you can tell. Like you go in and you can tell where somebody's had pets, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. But that's what that's what's cracking me up is like all these people like, you can't have pets. I'm like, go talk to yeah, your dad.
0: But like all my aunts and uncles, I don't. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I don't think they ever rented. I mean, my mom. I don't know what her life was like with her first husband but basically like she lived with her parents Mm -hmm. got married, they sold her the house she's in now. I don't I know my other like my one uncle got in that house that he's in now. Um, my aunt I'm closest to like lived with her husband's grandpa for a minute until the house they like lived in for 15 years opened up. Like I don't think many of them rented Mm -hmm. the two not telling me you can't have pets are the ones that i have possibly rented like but it just it just really cracks me Not just them but like freaking anyone they're like you can't have an outside cat and i'm like no and and uh we we tried once because i i am like i i do have the line of like well if there's a stray i'll feed it and we'll pet it and it will be like a pet but it won't actually be a pet because it's a stray so, my mom dropped off like a cat last year, and was like, oh look, a stray. But then she gave me a whole, like, fucking 50 pound bag of cat feed, and I'm like, well now it's, go- and a house for mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, well now it's officially a pet. And that was just the most anxious, like, freaking stressful couple weeks of my life, was trying to make sure the cat food wasn't out, The box it lived in was hidden, the cat food was hidden, and he was over here gardening, and I was just like, we're gonna get fucking kicked out. We're gonna get fucking kicked out. Like, and then our neighbor stole that cat, and it was the most heartbreaking thing ever to just hear my daughter, like, "They stole my cat! And I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But, hopefully we'll be getting our own home soon, and we can get her a thousand cats. We won't really, because that's disgusting, but we could, because it's our house. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We can get a cat, we can get a puppy. (sighs) Can I just say, okay, so Mae and Brady had a a, a savings goal of once we hit this much, we can start looking for a house. We've officially hit our goal. We're not going to start looking for a house, but we are thinking like within the next year we could hopefully be in something, you know? Mm -hmm. We're going to save up a little bit more, but we've hit our goal. And just since hitting our goal, even though we've not even started the house hunting process, I can't tell you how less anxious I feel, how less stressed I feel. Like, I feel so good because I'm like, it's gonna happen soon. Rather than like, oh, I hope we can save up. I hope we can do it. Like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and and it's funny because like literally nothing's changed except for the number in our bank account. But, like, we've even agreed that you're gonna we're gonna wait till two more pay your first two paychecks from your new job, which you've not even started, before we even talk to a lender. And even when we talk to that lender, we're not going to be like, "That's the house. Like we're gonna give it time. And, like I said, my goal is I'd like to be in a house before I have to register our daughter for kindergarten, So that's like a year,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: i I feel like that's a feasible. Goal. I don't feel like that's rushing. I feel like that's a good, but anyways, I just wanted to know like how, oh, I feel like a huge weight has lifted off my shoulders. Just like knowing this money's, now let's just hope nothing happens where we have to live off of our savings. So let's be good and keep savings in like somewhere where we can't get to it and just live paycheck to paycheck. Like we always have because we're, we're We're comfortable. We're old poor. We know how to deal with this.
1: (laughs) I think that's the thing with, like, us being poor. Like, we've always managed to still live since at least I got my two jobs. We've always managed to live fairly comfortably instead of being like, okay, well, we don't know... Like, we're going to have to go eat at your mom's this day and my mom's this day. and.
0: I'm going to call my mom up and see if she'll invite us to dinner this day. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, instead of doing that, we're always like, we always have food. We always have some. We just might not have enough. Like, oh, we can't go buy, like, you know, this whatever expensive thing we wanted. Or, like, oh, we're going to go buy this ...thing we don't necessarily need, you know. So it's like, we've always been able to just at least get what we need and be comfortable and pay for gas and pay for...
0: It's tight. It's tight, but we get by. But uh, I've been listening to a lot of Criminal Couples on... Uh, it's a it's Parcast, um series about, like, famous couples that were criminals. So, uh, wow. Wow. But, um, a lot of them start off poor, and it goes into the, they're not psychologists, but they've done a lot of research on the subject. It it talks, every time it talks about the psychological damage that poverty can have on someone, and I, I truly feel those, like, in my core. Like, they talk about, like, uh you're more prone to spending money when you have it on, like, useless, stupid things because you don't know when you're going to get money again. You're not used to having money. So, like you said with the railroad, gonna go buy a house because I got money for a house now, you mm. know? So, like, impulse spending, impulse buying, um, not only, like, distress stress and, like, aging <laughs> happen a lot, you know, like, it ages you because you're that stressed about it, but also, like, when you've been in these... This is where I'm worried for us. You've been in these bad circumstances where life's really thrown you for a loop. When you get comfortable again, you, you're you just on edge waiting for the other shoe to drop. And you just can never be comfortable because you're just like, something's mm. going to happen we're going to lose it all. Because that's how it happens. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting.
1: I guess that's kind of like, <laughs> right now I I have a car that...
0: We're waiting for it to... It's,
1: it probably will die. I mean, it will die eventually, but I just don't know when, and I don't really want it to happen soon.
0: Well, can I just say about your car? Having driven the our Blazer, how long did we have our Blazer for? Four or five years?
1: We got it in 2013?
0: Yeah, and we sold it 2019. 2019, yeah. Um, years. Then we had a really shitty car before that. I drove your car to work a couple like, two nights uh, uh, to work. Two, two nights last week. Oh my gosh. And compared to, you know, Howard and Bessie the Beast, like... We've never named your Pontiac. We should probably name her.
1: We just call it the blue car. I
0: think I named her Sheila once, but I can't remember. But um,
1: Old Blue.
0: Old Blue. Driving Old Blue was not like driving Howard or Bessie the Beast. Like, she's not in top condition anymore, but I don't... Like, I just feel like every time I drove Bessie, I was like, this could be our last time driving you. Like, Mm. either you're going to just die or you're going to kill me. Like, you're going to, because she would always stall. And it would always be when I was turning left, I'm like, okay, I have to hurry. Like, it's a tight fit, but I can make it. And then she'd stall, and I'm like, "Ugh, ugh, stomping on the gas. So, those, coming from the last two shitty cars we owned, driving your Pontiac. I think we got like at least another like. We can save up for a car, yeah. and not touch our savings. Like, but <clears> that's just me. You drive it every day, but I just out of the two days, I've driven it, it doesn't feel too shitty.
1: Yeah, there's like one or two things I need, I need to fix on it, to make sure that it doesn't go out. But other than that, I'm like, ah, it's good.
0: Yeah. Not oh. too much. Well, on that bombshell. Uh. I'm ready for bed. What about you?
1: I'm all right.
0: We should go watch It's Always Sunny. Well, we have Hulu. But we're just still not caught up. We haven't watched it in forever.
1: Yeah, that's we okay, watch though. the new
0: shit. No, I want to watch it, but I feel obligated to wait for you.
1: You can watch it. I don't care. It's like Game of Thrones. You can watch it.
0: You don't like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia anymore?
1: I don't know. I just don't... I don't feel like i used to where I'm like, I have to... I have to keep going. I'm like, yeah, it's out there. I'm sure someday I'll watch it and finish it. But.
0: Probably because you've gone so long without watching new things. That... Anyways, I'm tired. So. Um, and I'm Brady. And we can't <laughs> wait to talk to you next time.